Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to All Things Medical Assistant. I'm your host for this podcast, Santino Tellez. And first and foremost, I want to thank everybody for uh, returning. You know, um, again, I want to give thanks to, uh, you know, the current listeners, the new listeners, um, you know, uh, the domestic and the foreign listeners. Uh, this has just been a great journey. So thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody. And please continue to listen. And don't forget to go to allthingsmedicalassistant.com. That is the blog for the podcast. You'll find the episodes uploaded there in order. And you can send us a voice message, you know, with a common concern, uh, a question or, you know, a correction. And, and we'll be happy to, to present it at the next uh, podcast. So, you know, why do I sound excited? Like, Santino, why do you sound so excited? Why, you know, you just started this podcast with all this energy. Oh, by the way, I'm doing my chores, so if you hear the ice maker and the washer, you know, my apologies. There goes the ice maker. But anyways, you know, why, why are you sounding so energetic? Why do you sound so excited, you know? And, and, and that's, this is a good question because, you know, the, these past two weeks, there's been a lot, there's been a lot, I think, in the medical community happen. You know, primarily it was his vaccine mandate, and it's really cut staff, you know, in half, in quarter. You know, wherever you are, if you're clinically inclined or if you're in a clinical setting, you know, how has it, it affected you? You know, with the University of Washington, I work with a what's called a, a neighborhood clinic, and it's, you know, they're, they're community clinics that are, that are spread throughout, you know, the Puget Sound and, and strategic areas. And, um, you know, are the urgent cares are attached to primary care offices. So, you know, I have, you know, we have five little rooms that we work out of, but primary care, there's at any time anywhere from five to 13 different providers, I think 13, you know, providing primary care. And, and I think that's why we've had this issue that, you know, urgent care becomes a pseudo primary care uh, practice at times. But anyways, so you know what's what's going on with you guys what's going on in your clinic what's going on in your community you know how stressed is your community you know how how crazy are the recruiters getting at you to hire you to you know to to get your jobs with other clinics you know it's it's been insane because you know i've got recruiters texting me who i didn't i'd forgotten i'd give my information to you know, and um, I, I did I did apply for various jobs within the past month because I was just wasn't feeling subtle at work. Uh, rather, um, settled at work. I was, it was a very it was very rocky for everybody. We're going through a huge transition, you know, because now we are state employees, and um, you know we do have a new manager, and there's been just a lot a lot of changes, really really fast and very unsettling. So, you know, we've been trying to you know we've been trying to hold it together. And it's been very, very testing. And, you know, I'm just going to tell you what's been going on with us. So in our neighborhood clinic, we have, um, you know, we obviously we have urgent care. And we also have laboratory, on-site laboratory to do, you know, the simple things like uh, dips and HCGs and uh, hemoglobins and finger sticks, you know, just blood draws, obviously, and simple stuff like that. Um, anything else that requires, you know, um, culturing or anything viral or anything like that, obviously it gets couriered out to uh, couriered out to the university for for processing. So, you know, we we've lost. So we had five working in our laboratory, and you know, we lost three. So we're down to two, and it was really really interesting because, you know, be, before this whole thing, before anything vaccine, before anything pandemic. You know, the, the medical systems weren't really looked at to provide support to the laboratory, right? You know, uh, they also provide, we also provide x-ray there. 
So obviously we're not x-ray techs. We're not taught that in the main school. You know, we're taught dips and HCGs, but you know, we're not, you know, we're not signed off to do it. You know, and, 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 you know, like me, I'm an overachiever. You know, I have, I have a great skill set that I've learned in the past 28 years in, in, in trauma and, and emergency medicine. You know, I, I like to help out, you know, and when, when, when things got really rough just recently, when things got really rough, um, remember I told you that uh, we were told that, you know, the medical assistants, you just, you know, you're not, you're not laboratory certified. You are not signed off. You are not qualified to do anything. You're not qualified to do a dip. You're not qualified to do an HCG. You know, you're not qualified to do a finger stick. You know, I mean, these are some of the things that, you know, coworkers do on a daily basis. And I don't think it's that hard to pipette, you know, maybe a couple ounces of piss into a, you know, little, little, little cube to see if someone's pregnant or not. But anyways, so yeah, so, you know, there's, it was always a big deal. It was always a big, 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 big deal that the medical assistants just stay away from the laboratory, the labs, you know, and just make sure the lab techs did everything. Well, it's crazy because now when, when push came to shove and, and, and there was, there were less staff and it's it's totally changed now we're being trained now we're allowed now we're told oh you're you're basically not using all of your resources and your skill sets so we want to go ahead and get you in there to help out whatever you know and they've been taking a while to hire somebody um and from what i understand it's because of location pay and hours that nobody's been signing up for for our location but Again, from what I understand, we hired a point where well, they've hired a point six, and they're supposed to be coming in shortly to, to help out. But anyway, so, you know, for the past six weeks, almost two months, I personally have been running the rapid COVIDs, rapid influenza, been doing the dips, um, the HCGs, I've been doing the finger sticks, you know, I've been doing anything that you know, I can do, you know. There's been nights where I'm the only one running all of the, you know, point of care for the urgent care you know, for like a three hour block. It's exhausting. You know, it's really, really exhausting. So, you know, and, and why am I so excited? Because there it just validates and it, it, it just shows the value of a medical assistant. You know, I mean, we're all right now, we're all lucky to have jobs. I think we're all lucky to have jobs, period. But right now through this pandemic and financial issue, we're very lucky to have a job. So, you know, to be able to rise up to an occasion and to make the, you know, the man, you know, bite its own tongue, chew its own words. It's, 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 it's an amazing, it's an amazing, not a feeling, but it's kind of like, ah, you know, now you need me. You need me very, very much. Cause I think within our, um, five clinic setting, we're, we're short, like 84, or 85, uh, clinical staff. And, you know, and, and I will say this, they deserve it because of the way that they treat the medical assistants, you know. So it's been interesting. I don't know if you remember a couple of episodes ago, um, I had done um, uh, a big thing on um, on a union contract, how, you know, we had gone to, we had, uh, our, our, our bargaining team had, had gone to bargain for a contract. Now, you know, before at the, the, the UW, I was working for, for Kaiser, and I was there for about five years. I was a union steward, SIU 1199 Northwest. You know, did some amazing stuff, learned some amazing stuff. It was, you know, it was, was kind of cool. Also very emotionally, mentally drained, you know, so I just, I really wouldn't do it again. Um, so when I, when I got to the University of Washington, number one, 
I thought we were, they were state employees. It turns out that they weren't, right? Well, we were past that, and now we are. And then, uh, as well, uh, when I got hired on, they had just unionized with the SEIU 1199 Northwest. Again, I thought they were unionized, period, because all of the other locations for the University of Washington were unionized. But now understanding that initially we weren't state employees, that makes sense. So when finally unionized a couple of years ago, uh, we defaulted under another contract with um, a campus that the university has taken over, Northwest Hospital. It used to be an independent, I believe, for-profit entity. And uh, since it's been a while, but the university has acquired it and it's become a secondary campus to the University of, of Washington Medical Center. So, you know, we, we fall under, we default under their contract. And, you know, it was, it was, I mean, for... For an initial contract for somewhere that's never had any any kind of a representation, it was pretty good. I mean, you had you had your two raises, you know. There were, you know, benefit. It, it was just there was good stuff. So when they went up to bat this time for an actual um, an actual contract, there was just a lot of back and forth, and the university was being dis was was the the, the, the labor relations committee was dismissing what it was that the that, that we as EMAs were or the, you know, the clinical staff were asking for. So, you know, fast forward, um, you know, our bargaining committee is just not getting anywhere over the span of like two months, I believe. And so finally they voted on, um, we're getting ready to vote on a walkout. So between three, well, two campuses being the University of Washington Medical Center, Harborview, the county facility, and then, you know, five neighborhood clinic sites, there was an, uh, like a 84% to 96% uh, support rate to do a seven-day strike, a seven-day walkout. So imagine a county hospital, a university hospital, and five satellite clinics, 84 to 96% support to walk out for a week. That would destroy them. I mean, you would have patients that are, you know, if they weren't in critical, if they weren't in critical condition, they would be, you know. And then those that are in critical condition, well, you know, I'd hate to say, so they finally, you know, they finally realized, okay, because from what I understand, they've never been faced with a, with a, um, with a strike. So, you know, they came around and we got some good stuff out of it, you know, and, and so and that kind of helps things make you feel like you're, you know, more valued, whatever it remains to be seen what happens in the next two years. But then again, you know, we're still on shaky ground. We're still not feeling, you know, appreciated. You know, we're still, you know, because we're, it's like one person doing the work of three, you know, they're not moving fast enough. You know, they're more worried about holding meetings and listening to their own, you know, voices. Uh, who knows? Maybe they are coming around. Um, I have a feeling that, I have a sense that our new manager, she's, she's, you know, in the least trying, you know, and I think it's, it's working, but now, um, you know, we have all this going for us and we're still short staffed and, you know, we're showing them the, 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 uh, the importance of the medical assistant and what they can do, you know, because you cannot take a laboratory a lab technician and put him in the medical assistant role. You can't do that. That is just not, it's not possible. You can take a medical assistant, put them in the lab role because they've, you know, we, they, they teach us minor skills in, 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 in um, 
in in our in our modules or however you guys or quarters or however you guys take it for us those modules and so yeah you know okay so you know before you didn't think we were you know you know you, you were dismissing us as well no you know you're not you're not qualified you're not qualified stay away now to oh my god you guys can do whatever you want go ahead you know it, it, to me, it's like, you know, a lot of people say, well, it's, it's kind of a slap in the face. And I say, well, yeah, you're right. But I also think it's, it's a matter of, hey, well, guess what? Look what, what, look what we've become. Look what we've always been, you know, and, and look at what we are now. So, yeah, you better value us. And then with this new contract, I'm hoping the management has understand better what it is that they've done to their, to their clinical body, you know, to their clinical staff, to their clinical entity, to, to those of us, medical assistants and lab techs and, nurses and cnas and stuff you know it's you know it's crazy the university of washington you know they're 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 a uh, and i'm and i'm holding my 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 fingers bilaterally up in quotations respected you know medical center they're second in whatever in the world but yet the cnas can't get proper breaks medical assistants can't get what they feel they deserve we had to fight we had to go we had to argue we had to threaten a strike to get for what we, what we what we feel that we're worth. I don't know. Would we still would we still be number two if that came out public? Anyways. So yeah. So this whole vaccine mandate thing, you know, I mean, we we get over this first hurdle. Now we have another one where, you know, we we're we're short staffed now because of this vaccine mandate, and. You know, the last episode was, you know, to VAC or not to VAC. That is, you know, the issue. You know, me, I believe everybody that is in the medical field should vaccinate for the fact that, you know, you're for, you're there for healthcare. You take, you know, you, you get into the medical field to put yourself in a position to help other people. And that, you know, entailed in there. And the fine writing is, you know, you willingly put yourself at risk, exposure, um, to any kind of a disease or pathology out there, you know, there you can't say I'm getting into the medical field and pretend like you'll never be exposed to, you know, a cough, a cold, um, a virus, or anything. You just I don't know who you think you are. You just you're you're an idiot, you know. And that encompasses everything, you know. I mean, you no matter what this pandemic, you know, COVID nineteen, you know, we've you know we were one of the two you know clinics to first test out of the uh, out of an ER in the community setting been at risk. Thank God I've not been, you know, exposed and my family's not been exposed. But it's still a scary thing every day. And then now this vaccine mandate and the staff being cut, the work is double triple. Now in my opinion, I don't think the administration's moved fast enough, you know. They're 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 waiting until somebody comes along. Well, you know, we'll go to a temporary agency, go to a staffing agency, hire some help, you know, short term until you know, you, you can hire permanently or hire them from a temp agency and then put them on permanent. But we need help. We need help. And 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 again, Santino, why are you so excited? Why do you sound so <laughs> enthused? Because we've triumphed. We as the medical assistants, as a clinical staff, as a clinical entity, we have been able to say and show how important we are. But here's the question. Uh, now, do they see the importance of do they see how important you were because of a threat of a because of a threat of a walkout of a strike, or do they see the importance because, you know, we've been able to, uh, you know, cross, you know, cross uh, cross skill set. Who knows? 
But I like the thing is because, hey, we've been trying to tell you that we're important, that we're necess- that we're necessary. You know, we already know we're essential. You treated us like shit, and then here we are. We've come through for you. The medical assistants have come through for you. The medical assistants. I mean, and this isn't really any job that I've been an MA in, but you know, you know, the, the MA is expected to take on many, many roles. You know, lead, supervisor, cast, tech, X-ray tech. You know, you're asked to do all these things because you know you're trained. You know, I think the medical assistant is an, it's just an amazing role. That's why I started this podcast. People don't understand the the, the, the you know the, that are clinically inept or that don't believe what they don't understand how important the medical assisting role is you know <clears throat> again again can you take a lab tech and put him in the ma role no can you take an x-ray tech and put him in the ma role no cna not really an rn well no they're way above that they won't do that you get an ma can you put them in a nursing position if they had to well we're already running neck to neck with lvns lpns you know, can you put them in the laboratory? We already have. Can you put them in, in, in the x-ray room? I've already been there. Can you can you put them in the casting room? I used to cast. I casted five years. And even currently today, I create fiberglass splints. That wasn't taught to me in class. That came from experience. From experience. Can you get a front desk person and put them in the MA room? No. But you can take the medical assistant and put them in all these roles. And that's what people fail to see and understand. <laughs> People think the MA is, oh, you're just an MA or just a medical assistant. You know, I guess that's why so frequently we're mistaken for nurses or physician assistants. Especially if you have the, the, the years and the, and the experience, you know, you're a confident individual. So, yeah. You know, that's why I'm so charged and excited because, yeah, you know, you know, there's pie in your face. You know, here's, here's a... Here's the sandwich, you know, here's a lunch bag full of dog shit on your door. Or I left on your step-to-step, anyways. But you see what I'm saying, guys? All of you guys out there that are medical assistants, do you, I mean, do you, do you really sit down and think and realize how important and how necessary and how, what it is you do, what it is you provide, the different roles you perform? Remember that, remember, remember, remember. And it's okay to claim that as fame. It's okay to say, hey, I'm important. Stop treating me like crap. It's okay to say, hey, I come to work to do this for you. You put me in what you expect to have happen, and I get it done for you. You know, and anybody else in any other clinical setting, be proud of yourself as well. Because if you have been able to get through this and provide service and still be ethical, you know, and not, you know, shooting up the morphine, you know, during lunch or whatever... You're, you're an incredible person. You know, I think anybody that deals with public, you know, customer service in any way, I think you guys are heroes because I did that for a while. I really don't want to do that again. So, yeah. So, just remember, you know, this is something that is beyond. This, this has been a time of reckoning for the medical assistant and its role, you know. And then now there's such a shortage. I mean, there's been a shortage of medical assistants for years. You know, I think, I don't know. I think there's more of a shortage of MAs than there are nurses or maybe the other. I don't know. You know, I don't know. Maybe I'm making it up. But, you know, obviously we've been short nurses for, for a long time. And we'll still never be caught up. I think well, I think the statistic was, um, you know, even though we get caught up, we'll still be 20 years behind in in, in 
and nursing staff or staffing nurses. Same thing for the amount. I don't know, but I believe it. And I think it's going to get even bigger and bigger and bigger, you know. And unfortunately, with, with employers saying, you know, well, we can hire an MA at a cheaper rate and, and train them and give them online direction or online, you know, on-the-job training, uh, you know. So then, yeah. So, yeah, so that's what's got me, you know, excited. You know, the other day I, I spoke to our, our director. Uh, she's... She's in our clinic, you know, once once a week, and I told her, I was going to send an email to all the admin, to managers and administration and directors, and I. But I, I told her, I said, "Hey, I am proud of the urgent care that I work with, the staff that I work with, because we stepped up and we did it, you know. And on a night when you were pushing one lab tech had to go home because they were tired, and we as a medical assistants kept on point of care for the urgent care for three hours. So there could be urine. So there could be, you know." So there could be blood, uh, you know, point of care on, on, on whole blood, on HCGs, on all. You're able to provide good care. Complete care. Well, minus the x-rays. But good thing we didn't have that many that needed. I don't think we need, I don't think there were any that needed an x-ray. You know, if there were, I'm, you know, I'm sorry, my mistake. I take that back. But yeah, so, you know, it, you as an MA, wake up, understand how important you are. You know, if you're an MA that gets up, goes to work, provides good care, be proud, stand tall, chin up high, chest out. If you're one of those lazy ones that feeds off of everybody else's, you know, you need to, you, you need to, you need to, you need to, you need to either ask mom why she lacked in her skills in parenting or, you know, uh, yeah, you need to go back to school or you, need, or you need to find another avenue of work because the medical assistant has proven to be so, 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 so important. And I think, in my opinion, so much more competitive. So much more competitive. But then again, you know, we have the, the disbelievers. And anyways, so yeah, so... You know, with this this cut and stuff, it's been amazing. It's been tough. It's been hard. You know, I've I, I did some overtime last week for another one of our our locations. I hadn't done it in a long time. But no, I'm already doing. You know, four ten, sometimes eleven hours a day, and I'm tired. I need to rest. You know, go out of town, spend some time on my own. You know, and, and recharge and, and and pull my thoughts back together. So you all need to understand how important you are and what's going on here. You know, it's it's just an amazing situation that's happened. Unfortunately, you know, we still have those, you know, idiots out there that don't want to get the program. And again, all of those of you that, you know, again, everybody has their freedom of choice with vaccination. You're right. Nobody should have to tell you when to vaccinate or how or whatever. I totally get that. But it is your employer's right to require it. And it being a right to require is not, is not, uh, is not a, uh, it's not, uh, it's, it's not a, uh, what's the word I'm trying to find? It's not uh, an oppression, you know, or keeping you from this, or you can't do that. No, again, if we were telling you what to do, make, if, if the community was telling you and making you what to do, you know, they come to your house, tie you down, strap you down, inject it, and walk away and leave. That's, that's making you do something. We're in a time of pandemic, death, 
you know, unnecessary death and all. And so this is a way to ensure that, you know, that that, that we get past this. And I will say this, you know, we've always heard that, uh, you know, the welfare of the many are more important than the few. Well, that's the situation here. And I totally agree that the welfare of the many out there in the world, the nation, are more important than me. I think that the welfare of the nation is more important than my community because we need to keep, you know, we can work to keep the community at large alive, you know, across the nation, you know, healthy then we're doing a great job, which means it'll trickle down to us. Remember, a long time ago, I mentioned it, I've said it multiple times, a steward of your community, a good steward of your community. You know, be prepared in medical times, in disastrous times, in, you know, in times of need, instead of hogging all the toilet paper and trying to sell it for more, or, you know, this heat wave that went by, people are buying air conditioners and selling them for multiple, stupid, you guys are assholes. You know, and any of you that work in a in a setting where it's, you know, just as competitive or, you know, maybe not medically inclined, but, you know, the rules kind of mirror each other, you know, see, this is when it's important to, to stand up for ourselves and say, hey, you know what, no. So, you know, I just I just wanted to say it's it's just an interesting thing that again we have proven that we are important and that we are you know indispensable and you better wake up and get with the program. All right guys, Santino Teas, all things medical assistant. Thank you everybody who's continued to listen. Don't forget to check allthingsmedicalassistant.com for the blog, send us a message. Let's get you on the show as a guest and if you if, if you come on enough, we'll make you a um uh, a co-host again you don't need uh, recording equipment uh, you don't need i mean this you know this this anchor app it's amazing it's so uh, far um it's so technically advanced that you know i'm just i'm not even using a, a microphone so i'm hoping the quality is coming through okay i'm just using my ipad pro here i've used my my, my iphone and um, even if you're across the sea, if you're in another state, if you're across, if you're across the city limit, you know, send a message. You know, go to, if you go to the, one of the first two pages of allthingsmedicalassistant.com, you'll find a direct email to get a hold of us and to let us know that you'd want, uh, you'd, you'd like to be a part of it. Okay, so yeah, uh, get a hold of us, let us know, and we'll go from there. All right, guys, Santino Tejas, All Things Medical Assistant. You know, let's take care of each other and let's be good. You know, and I think we're we're, we're heading towards the end of the tunnel. I see the light coming. We just got to keep it up, okay? And don't let anybody tell you different other than uh, the good person you are. Have a good day, guys.